0: I'm Loz Guest, and you are checking out the Kerrang! Radio lockdown interviews. And today, I'm talking to Enter Shikari. It's obviously a very strange time, and people have been dealing with isolation and the lockdown in different ways. How are you guys coping?
1: Well, we've uh, obviously been pretty busy releasing an album. Yeah, so we've been doing... Tons of interviews, either over the phone or video call or email. Uh, Rao's been doing a whole ton of live streams with different um, acoustic versions of, of the songs. We've All of us have been uh, very engaged on social media. We had a a tour that we were meant to be doing, uh, an album promotional tour around the UK and, and other parts of the world, which obviously had to get cancelled. So we've had to be doing... What we can from our own homes to try and uh, push the album and, and reach our fans in different ways. But luckily, we live in a technological age that we do, so so we can reach them via the means of, of internet and phone and carrier pigeon and <laughs> all the other things. But with the little time that we've had between promoting the album, uh, I've been tending my allotment um, and playing the drums. That's that's about it, to be honest. Oh, and keeping in touch with my friends and family, of course. And are you
0: able to stay creative? Are you
2: writing or coming up with new ideas? Um, At the moment, to be honest, I I still feel sort of just empty from the intensity of of the writing and recording and producing the last album. So we finished that in late January, early February. So it was was quite a late finish. Um, And since then, yeah, I've just felt... Gutted of of all like creative energy. I think I just put everything into to our new album, um, but I'm sure. I think over like, perhaps the last week, I've I've started to sort of pick up the guitar again, and I've noticed like little melodies coming into my head. So I think, uh, yeah, once I feel like rejuvenated and, and replenished, I'll, I'll be straight back into to, to writing, and and I'm, I'm excited to do so. I, I, I work well, you know, in sort of solitary at home in my studio, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about about uh, drying up with new ideas. So the new
0: album, Nothing Is True and Everything Is Possible, is out now, and it's been getting incredible reviews across the board. Is this your proudest moment musically yet?
3: Yeah, musically this is definitely our our proudest, proudest moment to date, but I think any band or artist who've just released a new record, if their latest work isn't there, they're proudest then you know potentially there's something wrong and I know that we would feel like if, if we felt like this wasn't our best work and we'd released it that we needed to go back into the studio and we'd need to we need to push ourselves further and go you know put ourselves out of our comfort zone a little bit more um, but yes I know but we are incredibly incredibly proud of this of this new record we think it's our you know most creative work to date um, and yeah it's, it's just amazing that you know it's been getting such such great reviews.
0: Some reviews are saying that it's a greatest hits album waiting for us to learn the words. That's lofty praise indeed. And it does feel like a a record full of bangers, for want of a better expression. Was that intentional, or did you just find a writing groove for seriously big-sounding songs?
4: I think there's a few different reasons why people are saying that and why it feels like that. Um, I think, for one, like we've had a couple of... Uh, 10 year anniversaries of like some of our earlier records um which means we've been playing playing them a lot playing like a lot of those older songs like relearning them and um re-appreciating them um because a lot of them especially from the first album you know we hadn't listened to in literally years i mean i know like a lot of people probably imagine people that bands probably sit there listening to their own music all the time but uh it's not not really the case i don't think not with us so yeah that really like forced us to like reflect back on our older records and i definitely think that came through in the writing of uh this latest one i think the other reason this record sounds the most like a definitive shikari record is because it's the first time that we've properly self-produced a record um with rau taking the major lead on production um but yeah, it's like had the least amount of outside influence from anyone other than us four in the band. Because um, I think every time you work with a producer, they add a bit of their own colour to the sound. Obviously, that's kind of what you're paying them for, I guess. You know, trying to trying to bring something to the table that, you know, you wouldn't have thought of as a band, but always wanted to try doing a self-produ- self-produced record. But circumstances never really allowed before. Um, so this is the first chance we've really had to do it and it's been such an amazing experience like and I think it really shows in the in the record I think it's like a really interesting fun record to listen to um and I also think that's why people that's why it sort of sounds like a greatest hits and it sounds like the most shikari record because it's got the most amount of shikari in it without any sort of color from any other producer or anything like that it's just like pure shikari so it's gonna sound like a (laughs) the most shikari record
0: are you finding that some of the tracks are taking on a a new meaning during the pandemic you know some of the lyrics do feel very apt as this crisis unfolds
2: yeah absolutely it feels like the the meanings of the songs uh, have like expanded they they feel more pertinent than even when i wrote them um i mean even take the the very first lyric of the album on on the song the great unknown is this a new beginning or are we close to the end I, I mean that's sort of what it feels like isn't it i think we we have to frame this as a new beginning we have to learn so much from from the pandemic we have to be so much better prepared we we all know that now we all need to keep the pressure on our our government to to achieve that how important is
0: music right now in the times we're living in? It just feels like it's, it's keeping people
1: sane. I think it's extremely important. Um, it can really help a lot of people feel connected and very hopeful and positive. And it can also be used as a great uh, therapeutic tool for difficult times, especially times of such isolation that we're in right now. Although, saying that, I did read an interesting article the other day that said online music streaming has reduced since going into lockdown. So maybe what I just said was complete rubbish uh, and doesn't uh, doesn't hold any relevance. But, I don't know, I still listen to a lot of music when I'm at home, that's for sure.
0: There's a real sense of optimism on the record. Are you hopeful of a better tomorrow once we get through this period?
2: Yeah, I think we aim for just realism, Like I don't like optimism for optimism's sake, you know. Hope for hope's sake. I I like only to uh, offer hope when there's there's reason for it. Um, But I think our music will always have that pillar of positivity in it, even on the Spark, our last album, which was written at a time for me where I was going through more hardship than than I'd ever been. Um, a lot of the songs still came out quite positive. Um, I don't know why that is. I think possibly it's to do with me growing up with with uh, my dad, who was a DJ, and uh, primarily uh, used the genres Motown and Northern Soul, and there's such there's such positive, melodious um, songs within that genre. So maybe that's that's just in my bones, if you like. But I yeah, I usually find I I edge on on the side of optimism because. Human ingenuity is incredible. And when, and when progressing is a necessity, we seem to, you know, jump through the hoops that we need to get to to, to survive.
0: Rao, wow. you've been doing this since
2: 99, I think. Does it feel like over 20 years in music? Uh, yes and no, I suppose. Um, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, the older you get, time definitely seems to move faster um which is often quite scary so it does seem like god millennia ago since we started the band or we started a band in 99. it wasn't shikari back then that was uh, yeah a, a long time ago but it was our first band as a, as a three piece um you know as as young teens um and then it's just been one long road since then uh i think it in in some ways so little has changed you know we're lucky to be the same four members in a band with you know that doesn't actually happen that much um and, and to survive this long um we're lucky to have the same pretty much the same crew around us we've had the same management since day 1 um so it just feels like we're we're chugging along just concentrating on the music um and because we're always so relentlessly forward facing like we're always pushing ourselves always looking forward always progressing that's what excites us i think we're so fidgety creatively that we're always looking forward. So it's very rare that, you know, apart from when people ask me questions like these, I don't really reminisce. I don't really uh, sort of take into account how long we've been doing this. But yeah, I feel very grateful that um, we've been able to write music for this long and and to write music that's broad and diverse and interesting as well. Like People have given us a, a leash and I'm really happy for that. You've now got
0: what, six albums under your belt? Did you imagine when you started this thing all that time ago that you get as far as you have?
1: No, I don't think we ever thought that far ahead. I think we were just looking forward to our next gig each time to be honest. Uh we keep saying that it's it was a a hobby that got out of hand. Honestly, if back when we started you'd say, "Oh in in 15 years you'll be releasing your sixth album and of toured all around the world and this that and the other I no, I, I, I don't think I'd have been able to imagine it I've no idea what we'd be doing right now if it wasn't the band I can't see myself doing anything else to be honest uh, certainly we'd all still be in music that's for sure we're all musicians at heart and, and we love what we do but we've really achieved much more than we, we ever dreamed of and don't feel like we're going to stop anytime soon
0: You've obviously had some very significant career highlights. Can you think of any moments where you've almost had to pinch yourself? Maybe even sort of surreal moments.
3: Yeah, I think I think those pinch yourself like surreal moments they they kind of come in all shapes and sizes because I mean obviously I have you know great memories of like of doing you know, big festivals, Reading Festival comes to mind where, you know, there was just a sea of people crowd surfing towards us and just never seeing anything like that in my life. Um, and there's tons, you know, tons of shows where you have those moments where you feel like you just need to sit back and and take it all in. You know, I remember when we did our first arena in, in um, Nottingham and I know me and Rob saying after that it was just like one of those moments where we just had to take it all in. But you also get those moments and you know like but i remember being over in indonesia in jakarta and playing there for the first time and you know there was there was probably only about 15 20 people at the show but just seeing the connection that people have with the music and just seeing how far it can spread that can also give you those you know those defining moments where you just you just realize how
4: far the music has spread so what's next for the band well, I guess there'll just be a lot of sitting around, really, uh, like everyone else, I guess. And then the next thing we properly have planned is uh, a mammoth tour in October, November and through to December um, around like Russia, UK, Europe, etc. So, yeah, check out the, the website for details. Enter com.
0: Well, thank you for your time. It's much appreciated. But in finishing, do you have a message or something you'd like to say to the Kerrang! listeners and and your fans?
4: Thank you very much, guys, for having us. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're looking after yourselves and each other. And before you know it, it'll be the end of the year and you'll be at a Shikari show having the best time of your life, surrounded by loads of people, and it'll be awesome. But that won't happen unless you go to the website... Enter Shikari.com and book a ticket. And also check out our album Nothing Is True and Everything Is Possible and learn all the lyrics. And yeah, and then you'll have you have an even better time. So do that. Alright, thanks again, guys. Take it easy. Bye. Thanks for listening to Kerrang Radio's
0: The Lockdown Interviews. If you enjoyed it, please rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Catch you next time.